You are now listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro. All right, everyone, this is the OK Zoomer podcast with Ethan, and our guest is Jacob. Jacob, you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. My Jacob Saley, my incoming junior at Brooklyn Tech. I'm very excited to be on Mr. Castro's podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for the great introduction. All right. So how do you feel about everything going on right now with the quarantine and such? It's crazy, man. Everything is so, it's just so different. It's, it's so weird. All these opportunities, I mean, all this stuff that's been closed just for the summer, like I was supposed to do, I had all, I was supposed to work for this like summer camp program for a month at the beginning of the summer. Totally missed out on that. But been trying to view it as a glass half full thing. So with all this free time, I've started to exercise more regularly, you know, read books more often. Awesome. It's funny, little stuff like that, little stuff like that. Um, it's important, it's important. So I'm taking all that free time to get a little more organized, so. Yeah, I miss the gym so much, you don't understand. I'm having withdrawals. I hear you. How have, how have you been able to adapt to like a home gym, if you will? Well, uh, I have a pull-up bar in my apartment, so I use that a lot, like every day. And I have two awesome. 50-pound dumbbells, thank goodness. And so mm-hmm. I just, I curl the heck out of those. I <laughs> my pull-up bar, I do a lot of push-ups. Floor is tired of me doing push-ups on it. And uh, my, the park close to me has some dip bars. And so it opened recently, so I started going there a lot more. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's so Dude. weird seeing everyone with masks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I hate it's it. weird, right? Like, it, it's just different. It's just different. I can't breathe. Well, yeah, so, I mean, what you were just talking about was more like strength training and whatnot. But so then, obviously, cardio is a super important part of exercise as well. So have you been more running or, like, biking? Well, I've been walking a lot more because there's all these studies about walking. Uh, I'm not doing it really for the health. I'm just very bored. I'm extremely yeah. bored. I've been reading a lot of books. Uh, Jordan Peterson, 12 Rules for Life. I know you know about that. Uh, I read awesome. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And mm. I have an internship. I have an online internship. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Oh, what are you doing for that? Oh, it's like uh, digital skills and learning about investing in finance. It's whatever, but I'm learning a good amount. Awesome. $500, not much, but it's something. And like with stuff like that, you could only, could only stand to gain something from that. There's no reason not to do an opportunity like that. So that's all really good. Yeah, I don't have school or anything to do, so of course I'm doing that. Yeah. Are you doing yeah. blended or remote? I think <clears throat> I've been thinking about it. So what a lot of people are saying in favor of remote is like, you got to think about the teachers, a lot of old teachers um, who are being forced to go in, you know, even, even if it's like a couple days a week, you know, that's not really a risk they want to take, you know? So I might, I might do blended in the beginning of the year, but just <laughs> for everyone else's safety, you know, in the event I get sick, I wouldn't want to make everyone else sick, even with the blended. Because, oh, yeah. like, Brooklyn Tech could do as many 
precautions, protocols, whatever. It's something. Just, it's gonna get messed up. Yeah. It's gonna get messed up. I'm doing blended because I can't stay home much longer. I've been home for like 25 hours a day, eight days a week. I hear you. I'm getting tired you. of it. And I don't want to get sick either, nor do I want my parents to get sick. But you know, I gotta do. I gotta take care. You gotta of get my- out of the house. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, my yeah. parents aren't that old, so they're not really at risk. Mm. Have you gotten tested? I did. I did. Um, oh. A couple months ago, negative. All good. All good. But I want to keep it that way, you know. I'm not. How do I know you don't have it now? Dude, I've been I've been diligent. Oh. I'm riding my bike around. You can stay stay away from people. Oh, me too. Also, where, where do you ride? Um, I mean, I live in the financial district now, dude. Oh, you me? Moved? Yeah, like, yeah. We moved from Park Slope in Brooklyn, but it was. Oh man, must have been June. It was in June. Craziest time to move <laughs> amidst all the stuff. I can't imagine. Um, <laughs> it was bonkers. But there's like a ferry down the block from my ha- apartment that takes me there. Mm-hmm. It's like NYC ferry. Yeah. It's and like $3, but you could get it for free somehow. I don't know how people do it. It's worth it. Cause like, cause dude, biking is a lot like in lower Manhattan. They have, you know, they have, it's called the Espanon. So that's a whole bike path, but then it converges onto a bike path. It's all along, you know, the Hudson river. It's really, oh, yeah. it's, it's a great site. I don't know how far it goes up, but it might. I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it just wraps around the whole borough of Manhattan. So it's a great bike route. It's a great that, bike route. Is that the one under the highway at that one point? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh, goes yeah, under yeah, the yeah. bridge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, when I get off the ferry, I see people on there. I was like, oh, that looks pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's good. It's good. My boy Jonathan and I took the ferry one time and we rode on that, but then we got bored. So we went uh, on the green bike lane. Mm-hmm. All the cars were at. And that was pretty cool. It was um, right before New Year's. And so there was a lot of people and there were people in the bike lane, but we went in the morning. So we didn't expect that many people to be in the bike lane. And we saw these two girls get hit by this bike and they were flying. Oh, dude. And they like they, their reflexes were terrible, so they jumped in front of the bike. Oh my god, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Dude, there are parts oh, of funny. funny. No, no, never. There are parts of the bike route that goes that cuts around Manhattan, and it like at one point where it goes under the bridge, like you were saying, goes under the highway. Yeah. Like it, it converges into one lane. Usually, you have you have two different lanes for bikes oh, yeah. going different directions. I, I can't imagine how many accidents happen in that one lane. It's such a mess. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I go on uh, the bridges. I go on the Manhattan Bridge a lot. Um, I was obsessed with, like, I guess you could say, like, skidding and drifting with my bike. But then, like, mm-hmm. I, I messed up my back tire, and then they fixed it, and then they were like, your brakes are broken. I was like, they're definitely not broken. They're amazing. <laughs> And then they tried to fix my brakes, and now the back brakes don't work. <laughs> and only the front brakes work. <laughs> and so one day, oh. this car was in front of me, and I didn't realize, I didn't know it was going to stop. And so I hit my brakes so hard that I went flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the front brake. Oh, man. That's not the one you want to be stuck with. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you just get launched. 
and I oh, never man. used it before, so I wasn't so used to like the jolting. It's like boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's intense. And you went flying, you said. Yeah. And then one time I had a bag like hanging on the handlebar and it got caught in the front wheel and then the front wheel just oh, locked. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't think I could flip over like that. I, I, I got Yeah, no. Bikes are fragile. <laughs> like they if something breaks, like I mean, they're they're kind of high maintenance, especially if you're if you want to have fun with it. Oh yeah, but they're high maintenance. Do I tricks and stuff. I can't stand the road bike. I have to go over bumps. The bumps are there for me to go over. Dude, get get some air time in there. It's good. <laughs> they're meant for you. They're meant for that. The road bikes oh, are man. too skinny for me. I can't stand it. I broke my mouth so- going downstairs. <laughs> Oh, you got carried downstairs? Yeah, no, did sucks. you see the video of me uh, falling down the stairs on my bike? Oh, oh, I got you in the park? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> oh, man. My, my rib? Oh, my God. My front wheel just, like, bent. Oh, it was terrible. Dude. But honestly, yeah. like, that's the only way you get better at tricks and stuff. It, it's fine. If you survive, it, it's fine. Yeah, the premise of like getting her. Okay, so I was on the paddleboard a few days ago. I went to a lake, mm. and I was so scared when I was on it because I didn't trust the oh, lights. It. it was like half of my chest. I was like, ah, this ain't gonna work. And then I fell in, and I was like, oh man, this is just gonna stop me from drowning fast. Someone gotta get me. And then I didn't drown, but then I was like, and then when I went back on the paddleboard, it felt a little easier. So like I kind of, and then after that, I kind of fell on purpose so I could get a little better. And that was completely confident. Dude, it's great to learn. Man, I really wish that was something people in the city could do more. Like just, you know, kayaking, paddleboarding, that sort of stuff. It's so fun. So fun. You could do it in Dumbo, but I've never done it. And I don't really want to do it there. (laughs) Pretty Dumbo. You're going to East River? Like, ew. (laughs) Your boat's going to melt. I'm not falling in there. No, yeah, no. Well, so, so where did you go paddleboarding? Oh, it's this lake in New Jersey. I forgot what it's called, but it was pretty good. You have to pay eight dollars to go on the beach, but the paddleboard was uh twenty dollars. But you could kayak for free. I don't know how that works, but it's oh, cool. Huh. Yeah, no, stuff like that is fun. It's like it's a killer workout too for your upper body, and it doesn't even you don't even notice because it, it's cool. I mean. Look, getting out in nature is one thing, but if you're extra, right, you're exercising as well in nature. That's awesome. you, you, best of both worlds. And yes, by my apartment, they have like a jet ski rental thing, but like it's a bit, it's like a three miles. It's really quick on bike, but my whole family can't bike there. We only have mm-hmm. like two bikes and we're not walking there. And so, yeah, that's there. It's, only, it's like $100 an hour though, so I don't know about that. I'd I, I don't. I don't know if I could go on a jet ski for an hour. I feel like that that would get too crazy. I wouldn't want to be on there for an hour. Run out of gas in the middle. Yeah, dude. That was like, oh, I'm stuck. Yeah, no. How you feeling yeah. about uh, Senor Joe Rogan's move to Texas? Dude, it, it's weird. It's weird. I've seen, I saw pictures of them like building a new, their new studio. Oh, and it nice. looks like a... Looks like a beehive or something. He's inside a beehive. 
Honey. Honey podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, no, it's weird. I mean, I def- he definitely has the right idea. It, a lot of people are, you know, they're, they're jumping ship. They're getting out of there, going to Texas. Right on. Yeah. They were going to, uh, California was going to tax him 54% because he's over a certain, he's over like six figures. And then yeah. the Spotify deal, he'll only get 45 million. And he's like, hell no. Hell yeah, what? Because well, no. Texas doesn't have a state income tax, so they wouldn't touch any of that. <laughs> and then Bernie is like, all tax Elon and Jeff 60%. I was like, I don't know about all this. Maybe Jeff, I'll check one. Yeah, no. Elon would go to Mars before they tax him. <laughs> no income tax takeoff. No, dude. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird when, like, you know, back to Joe Rogan. It's weird when he has people like Elon Musk on because you forget that, like, like that's an actual human. That's a real yeah. person. I they do all this. Already, I think he already yeah. did neuralink. Like, I think he already implanted it in his brain. Dude, oh, it's so I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. Is that your end game, Ethan? Do you want to become Elon Musk in a way? Uh, I don't know Different industry, that. of course, but maybe, maybe, maybe the same uh, influence and uh, brain power. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, Better man. social skills. I'll give up a few IQ points for some EQ points. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's another thing, right? Elon Musk is is weird. Very He's very introverted. <laughs> Blends in with uh, the dank crowd, and so that works out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he but got lucky. Enough money to buy a Tesla, so I don't know about this. Yeah, you know that's um, a good point. They broke into Tesla, and I think Chicago. Oh my, I feel I felt so disrespected. I was like, "What did he do to you?" I, I think it's with him? organizing the riots. I don't even think it's the Black Lives Matter. Who's organizing them? I think Antifa, anti-fascist, the people with the black uh, clothes. Oh, my goodness. I went on a prayer march, and they were on every single corner. I was like, what do they plan to do during the prayer march? Mm. What, what, what well, are the, they moving during the prayer march? Come on. Was the prayer march like a peaceful thing? Oh, yeah, it was peaceful. My feet hurt, mm. but it, it was peaceful. Mm. Uh, there was not a lot of praying going on, but let's see the here right there. Protest, yeah. protest. Have you been into any protests? Uh, one a few months ago, but I, I don't know. I just don't. I would rather Racist. not. <laughs> well, no, I would just. I would rather not be in a massive crowd like that. Understand. For like weeks and weeks. That's of course, crazy. I'll still, you know, take the time to learn and stuff and oh, yeah. know about the movement, but. um. This all happened because of that officer. If he didn't put his knee on his neck, I don't think any of the protests would happen. No, no. All but, protests uh, were uh, a chain from that. Well, yeah, though that was the spark, right? I, I think. I think Will Smith said something smart about that, or is like it's not. It's not like that just started happening. It's just getting documented, so people can actually see that stuff happening. And they're like, whoa. And, and not just yeah. what were you saying sorry yeah and right it's not just people who like knew the whole time right it's it's people who are normally just oh yeah whatever but they could see that happening and they're like you know whoa 
this isn't okay. And then I also feel like it's coronavirus because people don't have work, so they got a little bit more energy. But then you could backtrack all the way. It's because they're born. And then I'm not going to backtrack all the way. It was too much. Uh, I didn't expect it to come to this extent, but it's reasonable. Mm. It's not completely unreasonable, so I can't argue with it. Normally, it didn't do anything, so. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, like I didn't. Like, one thing I learned, I didn't realize how powerful the police unions are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very powerful. Very powerful. How is so fired? Yeah, right, dude. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's totally, like, I feel like that is just plainly not the right thing to do, right? Um, protecting these people, you know, shielding these people. And I feel and, like... We need it it's an easy fix, man. It's an easy yeah. fix. Just give the people what they want. Do other stuff under the table. Just give the people what they want. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's not like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> put them in minimum security jail and just be like, your family's taken care of. Like, it doesn't take much to please the masses. Yeah, but I also feel like what's being asked for isn't unreasonable. Just no, not reform. at all. It's not, it's not crazy. And then I also feel like give them what they want and then expect people to not like it. People are always going to find something wrong. There probably is always something wrong, but just don't be sensitive to them. When they get what – because I know when people get what they want, sometimes they, didn't, they don't feel how they thought they would feel, so they expect, it, they expect more. But I know like – with the remote learning, people were like, oh, I want to go back to school. And then when they're like blended, they were like, oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I don't want to go back to school. Well, I think people's perspectives changed in those few months. People didn't realize like, right, because now it, it's crazy. I mean, people miss school. People miss being back in school. I think if everyone was able to, they'd be back in school. But that's just not the, that's not the reality. That just wouldn't happen. And then people also realize like being in person isn't everything like the whole like, Oh, business trips and Oh, come work at this location. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. It just seems that no, oh, dude. I'm home, but we're moving over here. Zero internships, nothing. That's all gone. If it can't be digital, it's not happening. And the digital ones aren't even all that. You can't hold people accountable really. No, no. It's like yeah. the way people talk on Twitter. It's like, you can't do anything to them. If people don't do their work, you can't do anything to them. Mm. Yeah, what do you gonna do? Like, <laughs> send an angry email? Like, no. Do you know what? You know. <laughs> I think in the last twenty-five hours, but I'll give you <laughs> I don't understand why teachers do that. Like, I've been grading for the last twenty-five hours. I graded eight days last week, but I'm gonna give you more work. Yeah, just like take a minute, you know, just uh, relax. I don't understand. Not do the work, dude. It's okay. With all that said, I feel like they're doing the best they can in adapting. Like this year, like can you imagine trying to like logistically figure out a plan for this year? It's impossible. No, you can't have a perfect plan. You gotta give them some credit for trying to figure it out. I mean. And then also, there's a lot of other reasons why school's happening. There's a lot of dark stuff going on because everyone's home. A lot of uh, I'm sure 
Yeah, and so they kind of have to have school, even for, mm. if it, But I didn't think they, they – it's like 74% of kids are doing blended. I did not think that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be like 50. Yeah, that, that, that's a lot of people. But I tell you what, right, the DOE is making it super easy to switch back. So I, oh, yeah. I imagine that number will go way down. And if I don't go start, penalize me. Hmm? If I don't go, then I they're not going to do anything. Well, now, but no, no. The idea is they're they already have the infrastructure set up for either way. Yeah. Like I think one thing I saw is they're gonna like teachers will be teaching in person, but they'll be live streaming the lesson or something like that. I so if that. you're at home, it's no problem. Like that's a good idea. It's it's a good workaround. Um, oh, yeah. My mom's a teacher, so like I saw the whole process of like trying to be remote like some of the teachers want to yeah. be remote. but i feel like yeah. if you're remote you got to show your face and you can't be like oh optional office hours like you got to teach you know I, I agree no you definitely need the teacher like interacting with students and stuff it can't just be a, some faceless ghost yeah. <laughs> giving you work to do no definitely the qualifications for teachers to stay home well i think the the what's it called the the deadline passed but you have to get a doctor's note that you mm-hmm. were, your BMI was over a certain amount. You ha- you either had asthma or not, or you're over a certain age, or you have pre-existing conditions. And I know teachers were in those doctor's offices like no other. Hmm. Oh, yeah. so, so is the bottom line then just like, if you're a teacher, are you healthy enough to not die if you catch this <laughs> disease? What a well, terrible yeah. standard to work with. One vitamin D tablet a day. Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll give you a motivational video for your desire, your will to live. Yeah, send you cat posters. Be happy, be happy. Do you really want to leave this cat? Dude, (laughs) there has to be a better system. Like, I don't know. I mean, mean, look, this year's going to be a wash, regardless of what happens. So, oh, yeah. I think I've I've accepted that in terms of what school. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, dude, facilitating that is, how do you even do that? That's going to be such a, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. If you fail someone, you're a monster. If you pass them, not high enough. It's going to be bad. And I heard there's uh, a school in Brooklyn with like 6,000 kids. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I think you go dude. to that school, no? Oh, sure do. Sure do. Oh, wait, I think I do too. Oh, what's it called? Tell you what. Tell you what, Brooklyn Tech. Oh, yeah. Gonna, yeah, yeah. It's going to close in like five seconds. Oh, yeah, definitely. You only need one person to get sick. For You know, kids are going to be close. drinking coffee and they're going to be hot as heck and it's going to be like 140 degrees. Yeah, like, what about allergies, dude? Like, who <laughs> just has allergies? The temperature, that's going to be annoying. I don't want to get my forehead scanned every morning like the Amazon workers. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be weird. We you know, the, Jeff Bezos as a consultant. What the weirdest thing, the do. weirdest thing is, have you seen, they have an isolation room. So if kids have symptoms, they just lock you in there until oh, yeah, someone can pick that. you up. Send I am not home. trying to deal with that. Yeah, dude, just send them, like, because if someone isn't sick and they're in there, then they could, it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like when, when a lot of kids, when they're younger, 
let's say like they didn't have the environment that challenged them like uh cognitively enough like they'll send them mm -hmm. to like a school for extra help and then not really manifest but they'll take on the traits of the kids that do need help and then you almost did that kid a disservice yeah but i mean oh my god it's just a bad idea you know it's but send the kids uh, home they're not babies it doesn't make sense and and it's not even like it's not even like that's just a wrong thing to do. It's like I, I know that it's going to go poorly. Some some incident will happen with the isolation rooms where the kids are just locked in there. And then like let me see. Kids like I feel like if they don't close schools down in November or whatever, it's only gonna be kids under twelve. Because I was like, those kids can't stay home alone. Mm hmm can you imagine, like, elementary school kids who are, like, oh, man. like, dude, if you were in elementary school now, you would definitely chase kids around with the corona touch, like, oh, of course. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and how are, they gonna, how are you going sit, to sit still when you see your friend one day a week? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's, no. that's not going to work. Well, they're trying to get younger kids in for more days of the week because they, they have to be in there in person. It's kind of hard. It's hard for a young child to learn on a computer screen oh yeah so rec centers i don't know how that's gonna work just close down brooklyn tech put two elementary schools in there you're good yeah like anyway it's it's a i mean look god willing it goes well you know but we're just gonna have to see cross my fingers tap on yeah. plywood <laughs> knock on wood knock on wood um, but then, so outside of school, people are, I've started to learn the value of learning outside of school, things that school oh, doesn't yeah. teach you, you know what I'm saying? Did you post like, about that the other day? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. It's, speak more on these awesome words. <laughs> so, for example, this is basic stuff here, like homekeeping, you know, how to, how to take care of yourself. I mean, school's not going to teach you that, but it's nice to have that ironed out in your head how money works too important one exactly most schools aren't going to tell you how to do that and like schools i don't i don't think they care about being critiqued but i feel like if they just keep saying and don't call it homework just don't call it homework just be like you guys should learn at home this is something awesome so yeah like, dude and you got to find something that motivates them oh you if you make a hundred thousand a year i don't know what if you learn a uh, SQL or JavaScript and you make a hundred thousand a year, you get two shoes a month, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, it's you gotta add incentives like that. Make it fun. Mm -hmm. you gotta make you have to make it fun. There's a lot of vendors, like outside programs that are trying to take the market of parents that don't want their kids in school. Like, oh we have professional teachers with work experience, they're way better than your school teachers. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I, I feel like that's fine. Like, that's fine. If you can, if someone has the means to provide that for you, that's, they should, you know, that's, there's no problem there. Khan Academy has a big window open right now. They do. Oh, man. I know everyone Without was checking. When everything started, everyone was like, Skype, how does Zoom take you over? What the heck? <laughs> what were you going to say, sorry? Oh, yeah. well, I was just going to say, um, 
like without checking, I'm sure the value of their company has skyrocketed. Yeah, Zoom, Khan Academy, all of them, all of them. I'm sure this is great for business having kids home. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, yeah, Spotify. When uh, Joe Rogan, speaking of values, when Joe Rogan was signed for the hundred million, Spotify's uh, value went up five billion. No kidding. Just from, I mean, he's not even on He's not even on there yet. He just, <laughs> they just signed a contract. That's if crazy. I would, I'd, uh, I'd put it all in perspective and say he's worth five billion. Yeah, then, then he can really leverage himself <laughs> if. Five billion dollars right here. That's oh, he could take way more. I mean, but honestly, I mean, he has the top podcast in the country, right? Like, that's makes sense to me. Ah, oh, man. And speaking of California, I, I really like California too. Now they are all liberal. I, I, I have no opinion on anything, but I, uh, I like a little diversity regarding that sense. Mm. And so. Oh. Very progressive, very progressive. Mm. Yes. So and, well, New York isn't, <laughs> right, California is a mess. I mean, I know, I, I just, I don't think New York is there yet. New York no. is not there. It's getting there. It's getting there. Mm. I don't know. We'll have to see. The hotels <laughs> have to host, uh, well, they don't have to. But they, they get more money if they host, like, homeless people. And so, like, did you read about the hotels in the Upper West Side with the homeless people in the street? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have to. How about near you? Is it happening near you? Not that I know of. It's a lot of construction in my neighborhood, so I can't imagine there's a lot of activity like that. But in I can guarantee you it's happening everywhere. Yeah. yeah. In the Upper West Side, parents were complaining that, like, homeless people were doing inappropriate stuff near their kids. And I can mm. see that. That's why... Uh, New York City lost $336 billion of annual income. Like, let's say there's like 336 billionaires, like that kind of thing. But of course, not that. Yeah. But not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all income tax that they lost. And then Cuomo wants them back in the Blasio. was like, nah, 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 I don't care. Oh, I did see that, right? They all fled to Connecticut and the Hamptons and Cuomo you know, wherever else. Dinner, he says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have that dinner. I'll leave. I mean, yeah. we got to find the next Texas. What do you say? What do you think it is, Wyoming? Well, yeah, not just, but like just all those Midwestern states are growing right now. Anyone is viable. Anyone. I just feel like with Texas, right, it's the, it's getting the most attention right now. But so I think the problem with that is it, it's less viable because so many people are going there, you know? Elon. So, Joel. yeah. So if you go to a Midwestern state, I don't know some cities, Indianapolis, St. Louis, places like that, right? Those cities are growing too, just like Texas. And you'd find the same opportunities there related to the growth. I I, I love the city here. So I want to move, but it's going to be a little hard. Mm. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Strip malls, strip malls. I hate strip malls. I don't know what it is. I just hate strip malls. It's weird. It doesn't mean, it's like, no, I hear you. I hear you. It signifies like blandness and like, I feel like, I don't know, the strip malls I've seen, I just feel bad for the people when I go in there and like every time, it's like taxi on me. It's like, oh my God, I gotta feel bad for every time I see a strip mall. It's like, they seem so desperate. I feel so bad. Well, I mean, I imagine the strip malls provide a more affordable option for businesses. 
Oh, most so, definitely. Yeah. They're being definitely not going anytime soon. Yeah. Being next to Jacob's Karate Studio is going to be cheaper than being next to Target. <laughs> Seriously, dude. It's funny. It's oh, weird how that works. All those stores are going out the window. Those big chains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazon fulfillment centers. Ooh, that's the future. Uh, all the, the future. Mall, a, a lot of the ghost malls are turning into Amazon fulfillment centers. I mean, that's yeah. a smart move. There's all that space, you know. Huh. Did you see that's those uh, reposts Brooklyn over Bezos? On Instagram? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, yeah, they want to shop locally, but I don't know how that's gonna work. I feel like shopping locally. Who has my HDMI adapter near me? Need to go to Amazon for that. Yeah. My 30 pack of uh, exclusive water bottles. Uh, I can't get that in, in Friday. Yeah. Well, I feel, I don't know. It could be just for different stuff, like for food. You know, you can shop locally. That That's no problem. I mean, get they're like, always going to complain because if they have another Amazon, let's say I open another Amazon and I'm like support a Latino business. And let's say my Amazon competes with his and I'm worth $50 billion. They're going to be like, oh, hey, 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 that's too much, that's too much. So nobody will ever win. And mm. you just got to not ignore people, but filter out the good from the bad and the useful from the unuseful. Yeah, but I think the problem people have with Amazon opening stuff is like the money doesn't really go into the local community as much. Right, so versus a local business, right? Someone who lives in a neighborhood has a business in that neighborhood. They're gonna buy stuff in that neighborhood. So I feel like the idea is that if someone has a local business, they're gonna support the community more. They're gonna give more of that money back versus Amazon where a lot of that just goes to higher ups. There's a thing called no less oblige. It's like when the privileged and rich give back to the poor. And that's why there's like Carnegie Hall and the Carnegie, what's Carnegie Hill? What's that neighborhood in Manhattan? Um, you know Carnegie Hall? That was by, uh, I believe it was Andrew Carnegie. And so yeah. rich people used to do things like that, like give back to the community. But I can't see Jeff Bezos doing that. No. I mean, his, his reputation isn't bad enough yet. <laughs> he has to. Seattle, so I don't know what he's doing over there, but I, I haven't heard anything about Bezos Cultural Center yet. So. Yeah. Well, I don't need him per se, but I feel like he could do more. He definitely can contribute more. And I mean, people, it, it's a pretty flimsy thing when people say that like net worth isn't all the money a person has. Like that's yeah. true. But like, dude, the, the cash he has on hand is still considerable. He pulled out like $3 billion the other day. Yeah, no big deal. Like, it's are you either, serious? <laughs> it's either he's responding to all the social media stuff or he's trying to compete with all the other uh, space programs sending a ship to Mars. Mm. He has his Blue Origin or whatever. I, I, you know, I think with Mars, if... So there are no resources on Mars, right? Not, not that we know of. Uh, so, not that I know of. Yeah, so... I haven't been there yet. The, yeah. <laughs> Oh, if only. But so the second we find like oil on Mars or something, we'll we'll be there at the end of the decade, no doubt. We're, we're gonna have to find, we'll have to find a planet with money in it, you know. <laughs> I know asteroid mining. There was uh, my dad sent me a post. This guy in Africa found two rocks. He's like a, a miner, 
he's looking for stuff like that. Like, you know how, like, people in America, like, have, like, the metal detector on the beach and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, in Africa, like, they dig for stuff. And so he found, like, two space rocks. I don't know, like, collected, like, 50 pounds, but he got three million off of it. So that's, that's why they incredible. Want <laughs> well, yeah, so, so I guess what you're saying is there's a big industry in there just waiting to be activated. But I also feel like you, the, the people say, like, oh, the first trillionaire is going to be asteroid mining. I mean, it's not now. They said that, like, a year ago. They didn't realize how powerful Elon and Bezos were going to be. But also, like, at a certain point, how – it's going to lose so much value. Like, you're not, who's going to buy that much? Yeah. You know, it, it would have to be overwhelmingly profitable until someone puts a lot of money into it. What do they even use it for? Wait, let me look it up. Uh, uh, well, it's for, I bet it's for science. It's for research. You know, what, what gets in these space rocks as they travel through space? And There's a thing called Colton that they use in phones. It was in Africa and was it Japan? I don't know. But I know they use that for phones, but I don't know if they could do this. Asteroids are made of mostly rock, clay, silicate. Uh, but what can you use it for? Let me see. Uses. Electronics, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I can't see anything here. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to be having yeah. any. Well, a good talk. Wait, wait. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. TikTok. Sure. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. How do you feel <laughs> about TikTok, Mr. Jacob? Is it good or bad? I, people should get off of it, to be sure. There are other, there are other platforms like TikTok where people can like start their brand or you know establish an online presence. There are other platforms for that, but like, oh my god, and this is more of, I guess, an abstract thing. But like, just the 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 mental effect that TikTok has on people is destructive. It's not good for someone's mental health to be on TikTok for thirteen hours a day. And like, it's just not good. Hundreds of years ago, all you knew was the 50 people in your tribe and you compared yourself to them. But now you're comparing yourself to like the best looking out of like 50 million people. And so you're it's not healthy. <laughs> no, seriously, it's not healthy. There's no world where that's healthy. If all you see are the 2,000 best looking people on TikTok all day, you're going to think all, I don't know, 100 million people close to your age look just like no and the beauty standards are all skewed oh my god it's terrible procrastination everything it's not worth it i'm sure tiktok is the same way but i know instagram the way they have the app they have it's designed so they trigger reward mechanisms in your brain it's an incentive to stay on longer and like that's just like that's a mess it's just not good to be on something like that all day so there's a thing called dopamine. It's like the pleasure hormone. So your brain, it's just, all you do all day is like abuse chemicals in your brain. That's just like that aspect. Like, oh, you're happy, gotcha. chemical, you're sad, this chemical, and pleasure, this chemical, hungry, this chemical. It's all different stuff. But like, it's dopamine. And that's what, do you know what a dopamine fast is? Yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, so it's like you abstain from like uh, going on social media and such because our brains are wired that when we hear the notification, it like makes us happy. And that's why we pick up our phones. And that's, that's just crazy.
Yeah, and I would just think like, and if you're, I would imagine like your dopamine receptors just get burnt out at oh, some yeah. point, you know, like you don't get any, you're not even happy anymore. You're just, you're like a zombie. You're just trying to satisfy the need to go on social media. It's insane. And that's where it's people insane. lose ambition and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And then, like, some people are made to do great things. Like, if TikTok came out with Elon Musk was around and he got trapped in the loophole, uh, that would have been bad. Forget it. You would have not had the amazing things that he's produced. And how many more people are like that that are now trapped in social media and such? Yeah. Our brain is not ready. (laughs) I saw a – oh, man. I saw Someone said this on Twitter, but, like, somebody who would be on TikTok all day today – (laughs) <laughs> would have documented every type of beetle in their province in Germany 200 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, we're losing a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I know. And then people are like, oh, oh blah, 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 I want to become TikTok famous when they're meant to be a doctor, whatever, maybe. Yeah. Then, like, you're, not, you're not becoming TikTok famous. It's not yeah. happening. And then on your track to become TikTok famous, let's say, you're going to do some things you're going to regret. Most likely. There's a high probability that you're going to show yourself that you regret doing. You're going to do a dance that you regret doing. You're going to say something you regret doing. I don't know. You're going to yeah. get canceled. And like, that doesn't work out. Yeah, I got you. Like when, I don't know. I, I do stupid stuff all the time, but I'm grateful that it's not on social media for everyone to see forever. <laughs> you know? Like, let's say you wanted to uh, ride your bike down some steps and then you posted it and then someone's parents, like, yo, my son tried that and now he's a concussion. And then you're like, what, what, what? And then you're all... Oh, all your fault. All your fault. Some people will be like, oh, it was my fault. Even though I know it was like, that's what you see on the internet. Some people be like, oh, that's my fault. And then they're... I don't even know. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Then. No. 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 No, definitely not. Do you think it should be banned? I think it should be banned. I, I mean, I think it should be, but like, that's not the... I, I don't think that's the question. Like... <laughs> I think why it's getting banned is ambiguous at best. I don't know. But like Microsoft is probably just going to buy it. So. Oh yeah. At the last second. So she. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. But like that many kids under 18 doing that. uh, And there are some people in the world that are up to any good. Like that's a recipe for disaster. Mm. I don't know. I guess it only makes it easier for people who are outside of that box. A lot less competition. So. We, people yeah. need to think about those things when they do this kind of thing. Mm. And then, I mean, I'm sure it isn't all bad. I'm sure it's not all bad. There are definitely benefits to, I mean, you can be in touch with, you know, communities. Like I know it's good for the LGBT community because you can, you can meet other people on online who are like you and you able to understand yourself. And I mean, that's, that's something you have to, you have to be able to understand who you are. So I think that does a good thing there. I'm sure it gave some people some self self worth, whether they got validation, validation, not like, uh, uh, I don't know. Like I know some people prior, they said like, Oh, I'm depressed or whatever. And people gave them validation and it was like group therapy. And it worked out for them. Some people take that in really well. But I feel like the amount of people that got self-worth versus the amount of people that lost confidence, it, it, 
it doesn't add up. But it, yeah, it no. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not equal at all. <laughs> you couldn't put that into numbers, but I, uh, I I would I'll take your word for it to be sure. All right, rapid fire. The last thing I'm going to ask today is going to be some rapid fire questions. You pick one or the other. All right, so would you rather herd immunity where everyone gets coronavirus or and everyone becomes immune or quarantine? Mm. Herd immunity would not work in this country. I feel like the population is just not healthy enough. So I'm going to have to do quarantine. Gonna yeah, I feel like quarantine. millions would have died. Yeah. All right, blended or remote learning? Ooh. For for me, I would do blended, but I guess for the community, I would do remote learning. I agree. Same. Tech or medical? Mm. Sorry. Tech, knowledge field, or medical field? Ooh. Which would you do, and then which is more important? Yeah. I gotta say medical. Well, I mean, they play hand in hand, but I would say medical field is more important. Mm-hmm. And I would, I guess I would do the medical field too, if I had the choice. I feel like there's, I mean, that's public service, right? You're helping people. You mm-hmm. get to help people directly. I think that's a, not a bad job. All right. Uh, let's see. CEO of Apple or president? What would you rather be? I feel like, I feel like nobody can, nobody can be the president correctly. If you catch my meaning, like everyone does it wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be president. I would screw up. I would screw up very fast. Canceled. So, yeah. <laughs> God say CEO. Yeah. There's way more upsides to CEO than president. I don't, you don't get, Tim Cook doesn't get critiqued that much. The Apple CEO. Yeah. If yeah, he's also vaccine, he wouldn't get critiqued as much. All right. What are you going to say? Sorry. No, I, I think you're right. I, I feel like. All right, Tim Cook, you can just kind of chill out and you know do whatever he wants because it's like a private, yeah, you know, it's a public company, but it's not a, it's not like the government, right? Everything he does is it doesn't just come under scrutiny immediately. Like that'd has, be too stressful for most people. He has the weight of two iPhones on his shoulders. Trump has the weight of three hundred twenty-five million people. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, I do not answer? envy him at all. Um, me neither. Uh, let's see. Books or videos? Books, to be sure. iPhone you can just get. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, don't even worry about it. Um, you know, people bash Androids a lot, but, like, I've never had an Android. I, I, just, I don't know what it's like. I like making fun of people who have Androids, but <laughs> I've never had an Android. I wouldn't know, but I got to do iPhone. That's what I've had my whole life. All right, let's see what's the next one. Social or antisocial? I mean, like, being an introvert versus an extrovert? Yeah. Sort of deal? I feel like being an extrovert is the way to go today. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to deal with people today. Oh, most definitely. Um, All right, let's see. What's the next one? Instagram or TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, easy. Strict or laid-back parents, which one do you have? I would say more laid back, but it's like, <laughs> that's only because I haven't done anything too stupid. Not yet. Yes. <laughs> Inevitable. 
All right, Jacob, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me, sir. Have a good one. All right, you too. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro.